Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Steve on my talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Everybody say hey. Hi. Hey, girl. Okay, so can we, before we go forward, can we go backwards? Sure. Don, hell of a dirt alert, by the way. Yeah, Thank that was you. great. Oh, man. As always. That's award winning. So as we talk about Comic-Con, they said we're going virtual again this year for the second year in a row um, because they have just a ton of people that descend in this one little part of San Diego, and it's and it's crazy. So let's keep it local. The state fair happens essentially one month after Comic Con, mm-hmm. oh. and instead of three days, we do twelve days of hundred plus thousand every day, two hundred plus on the weekends. If you had to bet a paycheck right now, here are your three options. The state fair happens mm. per normal. Buy your tickets. Go to the state fair. And they think that maybe it'll self-regulate based on people who would want to be in a crowd and people who wouldn't. Option two is it does not happen. Option three is it happens with capacity limits. You had to bet a paycheck. Only one of those could be right. Where would you put your money? I think capacity limits. And I think there's going to be circles everywhere Mm. for lines where it's like stay six feet apart. Everybody has to stand on their circle. And I think there's going to be people patrolling that. I don't know. I, I I think people have have people already bought tickets for shows. That's what I'm concerned about. If people yeah. pre you know pre purchase tickets for acts at the grandstand, how are they going to manage that? Right. I don't know, Steve. I don't I'm think just it looks saying. good. I really don't. Saying. But you know, maybe 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 because it's almost fall when it happens. And by then, maybe we'll have some herd immunity. It's like 45 days after Comic-Con, I think. I think Comic-Con, I, if I remember correctly, I feel like that's a July thing. July 23rd to 25th. So it's a month later. I have to say, though, I think it's easier to to plan it this year that way rather than have it planned at some convention hall and then have to change the plan last minute. Right. So why not start there? So you don't have to, you know, give yourself all that hassle as a planner. Well, and remember there, uh, Comic-Con is also, we are the United States of America, but ooh, our states are very different. All of them. Very, very different. California, Gavin Newsom running a different sort of an operation out there than we are here in Minnesota. So there are many more limitations that have been in place in California than virtually any other state. New York has rivaled it at times, but California has led the way on lockdown. So maybe Comic-Con folks just say, well, there's no way that we're going to be able to pull this off with the current limitations and where we would go. So let's just scrap it. 
do it virtual, come back bigger and better than ever in 2022. But, you know, you have different leadership in different states. And so maybe that's why something could happen with yeah. the state fair. Yeah. It's just know. so funny. We were talking about this yesterday. So, you know, we're coming up on a year since the world, as we say, shut down. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on a one year anniversary of that. And do you remember how naively at the beginning, <laughs> when, like when the NBA stopped? Yeah. And I thought, wow, the NBA is not going to play games for like a week or so. Right. And then they'll figure this out and keep on moving forward. And we really thought maybe this will just be a couple weeks. Maybe Broadway should yes. shut down for yeah. mm-hmm. three or four weeks. And, and we here we are. Really feeling so pent up. Yes. In the first yes. couple of weeks, in mm-hmm. the first I, month, we were like, I can't believe we're going through this. Do you remember? We would actually, I remember saying on the air, because what could you do? It's your first time living through a pandemic. And so we were saying things like, uh, we've been on lockdown for three weeks now. It's three weeks we've been living like this. And here we are, almost 365 days later, with uh, light at the end of the tunnel, but depending on what day. The light looks brighter some days and dimmer other days. Yeah, I would agree with that. I thought I just wanted to get the show started on a general tone <laughs> of bleakness regarding the, the uh, pandemic yes, you and know? what it's turned into. Yeah, we'll get there. We Steve. just got to keep supporting our local businesses. Yeah, That's the truth you're right. I'm, I'm trying to order food now yes. more. I'm trying to stop and pick up food more, at least as far as restaurants go. You know, it's yeah. just... It's a thing. I, I heard a stat yesterday to keep the good times rolling. Jim Kramer <laughs> from Mad Money, uh, said, if I heard him correctly, said 150,000 restaurants have closed in the last year. As a result of the pandemic. Oh my gosh. 150,000. That's mm. horrible. So. However, please continue to wear your masks. There you go. And and social distance. Yes. Do all the yeah. things you're supposed to do because this it, stuff is real. Yes. And think of, as we talk about these local businesses, they've gone to great lengths to try to figure out, you know, they were not versed in any of this stuff. And they've all put their best heads together and said, how can we do this in a way that people can do this safely? And so they've they've gone to these great lengths. And so respect that when you're there. Don't be the person that puts up a fuss and says, I decided I didn't want to follow your rules and take my mask off in your store. Just wear it. Keep it simple. Yeah, just be a good person. There Care about other people. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, we got to go now. <laughs> no, Man, wait, I have a quick fun. update. I have a quick update on um, Golden Globes, um, a, a little recall explanation on a couple of things. Yeah. Remember Jason Sudeikis was wearing that hoodie? Yes. The sweatshirt? Yeah, a lot of people talking about it. It was, a, I guess it was a tie-dye sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and some people thought maybe he was, it was some kind of product placement. He was just showing some love to his sister. Aww. The hoodie is uh, his sister's dance and workout space in New York. And um, I don't know what it said, but it's he says it's a, a nice hoodie as much as a nice message. Well, how wonderful. And people also <laughs> thought he was high because his acceptance speech was all over the place. <laughs> oh, I think he was just shocked to win. Yeah, I think so, too. And also... The video conferencing was coming from England, so that's going to create, you know, mm-hmm. a delay and all sorts of weird... Yeah, he's three hours later, right? England yes. from the East Coast. Is it three? I thought it was five. 
Is it five? Yeah, it's five. No, man. Yes, it's six here. Is it really? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Well, then all the more. I know, right? for JJ. And then finally, um, one other thing. Okay, so we all know about this Jodie Foster, Aaron Rodgers thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So when Aaron Rodgers um, recently won an award, he just was like thanking people, just like blah, 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 Jodie Foster, blah, 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 blah. And then Jodie Foster did the same thing when she won her Golden Globe and was like, I want to thank so-and-so and so-and-so and and my wife, Aaron Rodgers, and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And everyone's like, what is going on? What's going on? So some people thought it had to do with Shailene Woodley because she recently got engaged to Aaron and she is a co-star in Jodie Foster's movie. Right, yes. um, Which just won the Golden Globe. But it's kind of still a mystery, but... Because she's saying that they don't know one another. They've never met. Jody huh. and Aaron have never met. But she's a huge ah. Packers fan. So I think she gives the Packers a lot of love. Yes. And as a result, he's, you know, thanking her. And there is that connection with his fiance and her. There's still something else to this that we don't think know. so. Yeah, we're on the, we're on the outside. There's an inside joke happening that we don't know. Hmm. She said sometimes she talks a little bit too much about the Green Bay Packers. I would have to agree. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't have, a, I don't have oh, any skin no. in the game. Um, so, all right, Steve. We'll just we'll follow that story closely in the newsroom. Yeah. Okay? We have a reporter on yep. it. So, right any now. any updates, okay. uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jody Foster, we'll let you know. We uh, It's a Confession Tuesday. Our Facebook question is our confession. What's an annoying habit? that your significant other has. We think that this could be a really cathartic experience for a lot of people today. I have audio of mine that I got at 10.55 p.m. last night. Oh, no. I have audio of it, yes. So uh, we'll dig into that. Confessions comes up at 11.30 today. Uh, When we come back, we've got some things that make you go, huh, that's coming up next on Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. When did you get here? I've been here the whole time. Hey, I want to uh, talk with you about my underwear again, if I may. Oh, God. All right, listen. You know that I love my chill boys. They are bamboo boxer briefs. But here is what's happening. I've loved them from the first time that I put them on my legs. Instantly felt the difference. So cool and so comfortable. So now, anytime that I have to put on some stupid underwear Uh that aren't chill boys, Uh I feel like an idiot. You should. You should. They are a local company offering great men's underwear. But can I point out, Steve, that Mm -hmm. um, ladies, if you're tired of thongs making you feel like you've got a constant wedgie, (laughs) might I suggest you get yourself a pair of soft bamboo boxers from Chill Boys? I've always said that I would never wear a thong, but I'll tell you this. If my buddies at Chill Boys made a thong, (laughs) I'd try it on. I'm just saying I would try it on. Hey, if you want more information, you can go to chillboys.com. Chill boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. He's got a whole bag full of fun mm. facts that mm. you're just not going to be able to do anything with. <laughs> That's but true. Listen anyway. Things that make you go You could annoy all your friends. <laughs> that is <laughs> that for sure. Guy. Stuck at a bus stop, trying to strike up conversation on Metro Transit's <laughs> Green Line. No, do it. light rail, whatever. Oh boy. Uh, okay, you thought you knew nothing about kidney transplants. Hmm. I bet you ninety-five percent of those listening did not know this. When you get a kidney transplant, the doctors 
usually don't remove your own failing kidney. Get oh. this worthless thing out of here. Instead, they just leave it there, and they put your new kidney in your pelvis. Oh. Why don't they take it out, the bad one? Marie Kondo, that spark joy. Bye. <laughs> That's a good follow-up question for you. Spark too. some joy. Get this old thing out of here. Yeah, it's not doing anything what? for me. What? They should have a, don't they have like a surgery bagster anyway? They get rid of stuff all the time. What do they do with the waste from surgeries? I think there's bags. <laughs> but where do the bags go? Just into a normal landfill? Like there's an old toaster and someone's... Them. I'm going to guess that they put them in an incinerator. I feel like you might be right. I think or, that the medical students first deal with them. Yeah. And then they get Oh, you mean they yeah, do some like cadaver Yeah, it's like they put them in some jars stuff. filled jars. with formaldehyde or whatever. <laughs> right. I don't know. You know. This is fun just guessing. My my grandmother um, just got her toe amputated. Oh, no. I'm sorry. And, and she said, I'm going to miss it. It's been with me this whole time, actually, her whole life, she's had that toe. <laughs> and she asked my parents, should I keep it? Now, they told her no, as, as best I understand. And I see this as such a such a missed opportunity. My brother, Josh, had kidney stones last year. Oh, he saved one of the kidney stones and gave it to my sister for Christmas. <laughs> She opened this oh box God. and it was like, he's like, I wanted to give you a piece of me. You've meant so much to me. And it was his actual kidney stone to which I thought my grandma had a wonderful opportunity to say, Josh, I was so moved last year by what you did for Janie. He opens a box there on a chain that he could wear around his necks. neck is grandma's toe. Or his neck. Wouldn't that have been great? Or his neck. And then he could say, I just got toed. Oh. Okay. Like, uh, like. All right. You know, like on the side of the road, yeah, toad, yeah. dad yeah. joke. Okay. Here, I'll check in with her. I'll send her a toast message. <laughs> oh. uh, no, that doesn't work. My joke was better. What, what <laughs> day of the week is Christmas next year? Toast day? All right, just oh, chill out. Oh, no. God, you're such a Tommy Topper. Let's say these were ones I'd already worked out on the family thread. (laughs) You know, we'd already had a family text message. I already threw out my toast message, the toes day. I'd really gone through the best, but I had not thought of I just got towed. (laughs) Let's all learn a word together. Hawaii, or a'a'e, their state fish is the humu humu nuku nuku apua'a. Humu humu nuku nuku apua'a. It's spelled oh god h u m u h u m u n a k u n u k u a p u a apostrophe a is that for real truly it's this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
They're state fish. What'd you catch? Uh, some crappies, a bass, and a humu humu nuku nuku apua. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> See you later. Are you watching The Young Rock? No. What are you doing? Just, you call I, yourself a fan? Larry, it just smell. Listen, I watch The Social Dilemma. Okay. That counts for my TV watching for the week. Okay, fine. Um, how about the most valuable stamp in the world? Donna, you... I don't know. Let me ask it a different way. Donna, do you... Are you interested in stamps? No, I'm not. Thank you. Just to, mm. just to mail my bills. That's it. Well, the most valuable stamp in the world is a one-cent 1856 British... Guiana stamp. It sold at an auction a few years ago for nine point five million. A one cent stamp sold for nine point five million. There are so many dumb things that rich people do. So many dumb things. Do you know how much that thing's really worth? A penny. A penny. But some rich idiot has it framed in a shadow box right now in his billiards room and tells people the story. At the end of humanity, whenever that comes. I would like there to be several PowerPoints on a variety of different topics. One of them, I hope, is things you paid too much for or things that weren't worth it. Steve. Yes? It's all very subjective, you know? One man's trash is another, another man's, man's treasure. treasure. Yeah. Are you standing up now for the rich blowhard who spent $9.5 on a one-cent stamp? just want to make sure I'm tracking right. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take, take back. Okay, yeah, all right, this is great. Uh, let's talk about the Magic 8-Ball, the only source of future wisdom. It actually failed when it first came out. This was back in the 1940s because it wasn't an 8-Ball originally. It was just a regular ball called the Psycho Seer. Hmm. But there was a billiards com- company in Cincinnati that commissioned a line of them. They looked like 8-Balls, and then they took off. Isn't an 8-Ball a um, drug reference as well? Yeah, I think it's a cocaine thing. Give me an eight ball of that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, sweet it's like snow. a measurement, I guess. Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know either. Stop making me out to look like the druggie yeah. on this. On the she always staff. falls for the trap. Yeah, specifically referencing cocaine that's come from the eastern <laughs> seaboard, to be specific. <laughs> we used uh, to have a magic eight ball in here for a long time. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I used to ask it questions all the time. <laughs> sure. And now this about tornadoes. This is really interesting. About 75% of the tornadoes in the world happen here in these United States of America. 75% of them happen here. There are parts of the world they don't even know what you're talking about when you say tornado. That's crazy. Isn't that weird. Yes. Yes, Queen. All right, uh, when we come back, Ellen is selling her home. You know how we like to look at homes around here. I'll link that up for everybody. And uh, something interesting happened on The Voice yesterday that made Blake Shelton look a little dumb. We'll get to that. You know, these days, it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like. And you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to ymcanorth.org. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We love to look at celebrity homes on this show. Yeah. Apparently, Ellen is selling the home that she bought 
from Adam Levine? That is right. Yes, she bought it uh, for $45 million <gasps> in 2019. Uh, it is 10,000 square feet. What? This is in Beverly Hills. It's a two-story huge home. And um, some of the features, it has a resort-style pool, an outdoor oh. kitchen, and pizza oven. Have you looked at the pictures, Steve? I looked at a different one that she uh, listed for $45 million in Santa Barbara and was gobsmacked by what I saw. Really stunning. What? Now let me... Yeah, this, this one, one is um you can find this at TMZ. Yeah, oh and she's got she's putting it on for fifty three and a half million. That's a good that's a the, good increase. Right. So she's selling it for fifty three million. If somebody buys it, she's gonna make about ten million profit just in a couple of years. It has an indoor gym, a spa, complete separate guest house, a dining room, of course, sunken tennis court, built in bar. It's I they love have it. I really love it. nice. Okay, walls I do because it's modern. I like. I like I, modern. I feel like it's a little. Maybe it's just because it's staged. Yes, it feels a little cold. cold. You like, know, modern can lean that way. It's really important that you like soften the look of a modern absolutely. home. Absolutely, like do a con- like do a hybrid, like yeah. a traditional mm-hmm. with a modern. Here's what Stevie touch. was loving. Have you seen the theater room? Yes, yes. that's my favorite part in <sighs> the shower. I like that a lot. I didn't see the show. No. I'm on the LA Times. I'm not on TMZ. Okay. I should get over there. Uh, it's just so pretty, the fire pit. Fire pit, that's awesome. Those chairs are really cool. And the the viewing room or the movie room, it's not like your typical movie room where you have rows of seats. No. Big, full, U-shaped sectional. Unless you're really sitting nice. on the end. <laughs> That's that, the spot. No, I picture once. three people just laying down. Okay. And then there's a big fluffy chair. We'll uh yeah, we'll definitely have this linked up for everybody. Okay, now wait, ladies. I wanna I want you to take a look at another of Ellen DeGeneres's okay. sure. Where spaces is it? and places. All right, hang on, I'm gonna put the link in. Okay. All right, I just put it right down there in that old blocky walkie. Okay, I'm clicking, clicking. And uh this they're really into real estate. Oh, I like this one much uh, better. Now, I don't the love beams. the furniture here, but the beams, the stone wall, oh. the, ga- the 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 wood fireplace, really really cool look. It's almost like a wine cellar as a house. Look at the kitchen. Look at the kitchen. Oh. Donna, that's like your kitchen. Long <laughs> giant island. That looks. Uh, yeah, that's a. I assure you, my kitchen oh, looks nothing like look this. Look at the sunroom that looks out to the pool. Oh, How about that God. room? You can play chess or not. And is that the ocean in the distance? Yes, queen. Uh, because can I say this about Ellen's other house? Mm-hmm. That yard? For for $53.5 yeah, I agree. I want a big A-double snakes yard. I and don't, yeah, it's yeah. not that. But the, this sunroom situation, this Santa Barbara estate... Man. I like this one better than the yeah, other one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's it's the ceilings and the wood. It just it feels creates the warmth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Love it. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. Again, we'll link all this up so you can ooh and ah as well. Um interesting. So Adam Levine lived in that first one. That that feels mm-hmm. more Adam Levine. Yeah. yeah. The bathroom really bothers me in the Adam Levine house. What it's was like it about a it? big mm, it's very just industrial looking oh 
like the sink is it just looks like um like a dark public gray restroom granite <laughs> but it's just very boxy and like a trough almost I don't know. Mm. To each his own. I, mean, I wouldn't turn that house away if <laughs> exactly. someone said, hey, do you want this house? Oh, for sure. I'd probably go, yeah, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do yeah. indeed. This is like when we say, you know, um, oh, he's too muscular. <laughs> I have a feeling that if you were being held by that person, you might not be such a critic. Just like if we were in the Adam Levine bathroom, we'd probably be good with it. That we'd is probably fair. swap it out. That's fair, Steve. <laughs> I don't know. I will give you that. So, anybody checking out The Voice? No. I feel it just like premiered sh- last night, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, last night, um, I started to watch it, and I went, no, no, no. I'm not going to get sucked into this. I'm going to wait a little bit. Maybe I'll dabble tonight. I don't know. You don't know me. Hmm. That's right. Anyway. Just pop in from time to time. You yeah. don't feel like you're behind if exactly. you don't see everything. True. But there's always like some kind of fun twist somewhere in the during the auditions and last night on the voice blake and john turned their chairs for this guy named pete morose um 45 year old guy from nashville and wait till you hear what happened what is your name and where are you from pete morose 45 nashville tennessee I sang under a name Pete Mitchell. I know. Okay. Oh, oh my I, God! And I was, uh, I, was wow. in this group, I was in this group called the Young Riders. I was in a group also called the Young Riders with oh Pete. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> you stole my bass player. Oh, <laughs> you, no, I got you. Oh my no. God! No, I got you, your bass player a job. Well, no. I haven't seen this guy in 25 years. <laughs> I think the best way to get back at him for stealing your bass player would be to disappoint him and join Team Legend. No, we're just all the girls get the old group back together. <laughs> Pete, who do you pick as your coach? I gotta go with the old cowboy. Yeah! That's cool. I know, wow. that is really fun. Yeah. I love Blake. He's He's, great. he's really funny. He, he is. is. He's really sweet. He's a... Oh, he's as just, I recall, when I went to the Blake Shelton concert, uh, concert drop... Oh, I believe I love super early, but I remember he came out at the beginning and said something along the lines of he had a cup. He had a cup, a plastic opaque cup. I think there may have been liquor in it. And he said, are y'all ready for me to melt your face off with three hours of country music? (laughs) And then the place went nuts. And it was like Blake Shelton and Friends, I think, was the concert. And I just thought, Mm -hmm. boy, he has got. 30,000 or 20,000 people wrapped around his finger because he feels like your buddy who made it big. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. I feel like a lot of country artists are that way. They're just, they're just, you know, a lot of them are farmers, grew up on a farm. They're very humble. They just love music and people and, you know, he's just chill. A down-to-earth guy. Yeah. Was it a good concert? Yeah. Steve liked the opening act better. Yeah, the, what was that guy's name? He was fun. But yeah, I leave concerts super early, though, Don, so I can't traffic, like... You know? yeah, yeah, I am there. Just there for a little bit. I get you. It's Just get right. there for a little bit. Get there for a little bit. Oh, we had fun. We had fun. Were you at that one? Yes, Steve. I was. Uh, I was. You don't remember. No. And, and by the way, it didn't exactly go down the way he said. Isn't uh, that how... 
He came out and said that. I'm going to mail wasn't your money. Wait, was I I don't think there? you were at that wait, concert, maybe Donna. Wasn't. Wait. Uh, Donna, due to PTSD from her hee-haw honky-tonk days, <laughs> legally only has to attend one right. uh, listener concert. Uh-huh. No. And I went to two country concerts in a year. I know. And one time it was just me and Ryan Perpich. Just there, oh my gosh, getting our bro, a bro on. Date. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I've been to enough of those shows. I've yeah. probably seen Blake uh, twenty-four times. Oh my gosh! Most, you know. Oh my lord. Uh, yeah, um, but oh. I think I was on a plane. Now that you bring it up, on a plane. I, I was on my way back from like seeing my family. Oh, I thought you meant you saw a Blake oh, show concert on a, on a private plane, jet like tour. a private no. concert. Yep. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Must be nice. Whatever. No, I've been to You're a few like, of those. Hold on, too. I gotta go to the Tiny John. Don't <laughs> sing. <laughs> no, but that does happen sometimes. There's like private shows like that on like buses or mm-hmm. airport hangers, things like that. Yeah, I did a, a hangar tour with uh, Jay Z. Jay, I did. Why am I you making it like I performed? A, yeah, we, we we used to tour together. Um, no, there was a, a contest that I called in and rapped to Big Pimpin. And I won the rap contest. It was me and three <laughs> really? other people. And it was on some sports station in L.A. And uh, and then I won the tickets. And oh, then, my God. But then Sweet. I bailed on it. And I ended up giving them to I had a friend who was a diehard Jay-Z fan. And it was this hangar tour. And so he went. I never even went. I really should have gone to that. Because that would have been a pretty cool, Whoa. intimate setting for a Jay-Z You're a concert. You're a friend. No, 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 no. It was not out of virtue. It was, you know, every. I don't care what the plans are. <laughs> if there are any plans that we have on Saturday night, Saturday at 5 o'clock, I'm thinking, is there a way that we cannot do this? Yep. It doesn't matter what it is. Me too. It could be too. meet your idol. Oh, my God. And for whatever reason, it's like I'm a piece of metal and the couch is a magnet. It's crazy because in my 20s, I needed to be everywhere. Hmm. And now I don't want to go Even anywhere. in my 30s, I was that way. Yeah. It wasn't until I was like in my mid-40s that I settled down and I'm like, you know. Yeah, that's true. I'm and tired. Guys, I legitimately settled down in my early 20s. I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. When Donna, you reference, you know, I was going out all the time. I don't even know. I don't know what it's like. I am the. It, I've been to nine concerts in my whole life. You just said you've been to twenty plus of Blake Shelton alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been to so many festivals, probably fifty, sixty times. I just. Oh yeah. Just Me a, too. Music radio. Yeah. I think I really started going crazy when my daughter turned eighteen, and I was thirty-five. I'm oh, like, oh my like, god! Pate. Now I get a chance to do whatever. I was, I was insane. That's for, when we start living for about six years, and then I moved to Minnesota. <laughs> right? Wow. Oh man, you guys. Um, before we take a pause, yeah, we should let people know we're doing something really cool. It might even be ill-advised. I don't even know if we have the money to back this up. Oh my God! <laughs> we do. It's we so do. cool. It's the though. biggest prize we've ever given it's out. It's the My Talk app ten thousand dollar pick your prize contest. And what you need to do first and foremost is download our app and then register every day because, um, starting next Monday, we're going to be giving away two qualifying prizes of a hundred dollars when we call your name. Okay, that's at eight twenty and five twenty. Okay, eight twenty a.m. five twenty p.m. That sounds doable. We can we can dish out a hundred bucks a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. That's doable. Yes, that automatically makes you a qualifier for the grand prize. And then on March thirtieth, Steve, one lucky winner from everybody who qualifies will be chosen to pick 
a $10,000 grand prize package. This is unbelievable. You could choose from prizes like a Sea-Doo watercraft, a family trip to Disney World, a $10,000 Rosedale Center shopping spree, and a whole lot more. You can see a full list of the pick your prize options at MyTalk 107. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, register on the app. Download it today if you don't already have it. Uh, yeah, download it, sign up. Good luck. Do it. Do it. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Um, There's a woman who painted her neighbor's goat. Uh, People are saying something about that, and she's facing felony charges. Got that on the way in another animal story, keeping with the theme. A plane makes an emergency landing because of a cat. Wait till you hear this story, too. Coming up next on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And stories that are kind of whack. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) We love goats on this show. Big, big pro goat family. Yep. Love them, love them, love them. Well, let's go to Alabama. Mm. Do we have to? (laughs) Yep. All right. There's a woman who was arrested for animal cruelty after she took her neighbor's goat and painted it without permission, according to officials. Her name is Erica Marie Farmer. She's 34 years old. She looks like you know, a normal neighbor. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say like a goat stealer. <laughs> no, no, she actually doesn't. Okay. Um, but she is, so she's facing a felony and she's also facing a second charge of theft of property. Hmm. She, um, so this is what is being said, that she took the goat from a neighbor's property and brought it to her house to show her child. At some point, she decided to paint the animal hmm. and post the photos to her social media account. What? Hmm. When the goat's owner noticed it was missing, they called a different neighbor who said, hey, we saw it over at What's-Her-Face's, Erica Marie Farmer's place. (laughs) Um, That's when they said they saw it online. So the owner goes and sees it. She has a different side of the story. She says she would never hurt an animal. She says that she just thought it was a wandering goat. I think we have a little bit of her defending herself here. Mm-hmm. It was a simple prank, and it was harmless. I would never hurt an animal at all, ever. And I didn't know that it was the neighbor's goat because it was always at my cousin's house. So the fact that charges got pressed and now I'm facing felony charges is a little ridiculous, I think. I don't know what her intent was. You know, based on the investigation, the deputy certainly felt it was enough probable cause enough information to charge her with what she is charged with <laughs> well, done. i just you know 
why are you going to paint it? I just, it's, yeah. I mean, it's what toenails color? are painted. Oh. It's like a bluish oh. green. What she did was she used a shampoo. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, you know, a lot of young people are doing these and older people, uh, you know, to get that blue in your hair. Oh, sure. It's sure. temporary. Yes. Okay. So she did that to the little, he looks like a pygmy goat. Uh-huh. And um, I do feel better about it being washout shampoo. Yeah, not as like opposed latex. to like yeah, eggshell. Yes, paint. Yes, but it wasn't her goat. Like, so I do you been have like, to ask permission then to paint someone else's pet? To be clear, I think so. Yeah, I, all right. Like, it, even if you just thought it, it's not a wandering goat. Clearly, that goat belongs to somebody. I I don't know. Would you be okay with someone doing that to your dog? I always thought highlights would be an interesting look. <laughs> For, but probably not. Yeah, I guess I'd want to be at the salon with him. Yeah, it's not their goat to paint. Stop yeah. painting other people's don't paint goats. goats. But don't let your goat wander. I'd also yeah. like to make that point. If yeah. if it wanders so much that you don't even know hmm. where right. it lives, right, or that it has an owner. Good point. Good point. Everybody, do your part. Okay. Um, here's another story that involves an animal. This was a flight in the Middle East that had to make an emergency landing last week mm. because the pilots got attacked by a feral cat. All right. See, see this, see it, this. It was a feral cat. It's not like a house cat. It snuck on board while what? the plane was being cleaned. Uh- <laughs> wow. It had to make an emergency landing, you guys. What? It is. So this cat just started, <laughs> got into the cockpit, started attacking the pilot. No! And it took off from Sudan last Wednesday. Um, it was headed to Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> we let that go and look up the pronunciation. Um, 30 minutes in, the cat came out of nowhere and started attacking the captain. Oh, no. So then all these crew members start trying to catch it, but they couldn't. And then it started attacking them, too. Oh. So they eventually had to turn around and go back to the airport. And as crazy as it sounds, it's not the first time something like this happened. What? In 2004... We are hearing that someone's cat escaped from its carrier on a flight from Belgium mm. to Austria, got into the cockpit, attacked ah. the co-pilot, oh. and forced that plane to land. To It's just probably acting out of fear, of you know, and the noise, and it's crazy. But. Always the solution to this, always carry a can of tuna on a flight. Yes, with you, good you idea, yes. Don, because the minute they hear that can opener, right? They're coming. Yeah. Just don't open it until you see the cat, because you're... Uh, the person sitting next to you is not going to. Well, I was going to say like also a good way to, like on a Southwest situation, pick your own seats. <laughs> you see someone coming toward you, crack that open. By the uh, way, Donna, really nice job. Listen to this. Qatar. Thank you. You did it. Thanks, Steve. I think I've heard some people pronounce it Cutter. Cutter. No, they don't. Qatar. No, I really, I'm really proud of you. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, if you're fancy, oh. Where is it, though? That's the question. The Middle East? Yeah, but we're specific. Yeah, don't ask me things Mm. like that. Q-A-T-A-R. I just typed in geography. That's it. In the internet, like I was going to get an answer. Do you, I, do, I have been doing some really bad <laughs> searches recently. Um, it's a, well, I, and I'm spitballing here. I think that Qatar 
I think it's like a peninsula in the oh, east of you're right. Arabia. I'm trying to think of a map in my head. I think it borders it's, the Persian Gulf and Saudi Arabia. Yes. And, it, I, and oh, that is a really, you. that's actually a strategic location. It's near major petroleum deposits. And I think it occupies like 11,437. Are you just reading all this? You are such a beehole. I can't believe it took you guys that long. Oh my God. I'm like, really? I'm looking at a map right now. I know it's a very rich country, but how does he know all of this? He's like, and I think they might have a population of 100,000 That's according to the 2010 census, if I remember. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't know what he used the word peninsula in a sentence on my own. What is a peninsula? They're saying Qatar is a peninsula. I thought a peninsula was water, not land. Well, it's, it's land, land that juts out into water. Sticks out like juts a, out. It looks like a thumb. Yeah, like Florida. 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 I talked juice. to my friend from Florida yesterday. What did you guys talk about? We talked about um, a house he wants to buy, but there was an eight-foot alligator in sunning itself in the back pond. He goes, here's the real estate listing. And I what? go, no, you lost me at alligator. It comes with adorable local wildlife. Oh, yeah. my God. You know how real estate listings get. Yeah, right, Steve? Charming right? one-bedroom home. Yes, totally lying. <laughs> oh, Dawn, thank you. Hey, no problem. Um, All right, Dawn. Guys, right um, when we come back, we'll have a dirt alert with Grant and also... Okay, Taylor Swift oh. is mad at Netflix. Oh, she's mad at everybody. She's letting them know. Okay. I, I really want your opinion on this whole situation. We'll get to that when we come okay. right back on my talk.